Hello, welcome to the Whole My Popcorn. I'm Max Healy in Nashville, and in Boston, we got Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy boy? Do well, Good job, Tim. And over in Sacktown, California, we've got John Anishak. How are you, John? You know, once again, I'm still locked in my home, so I can't just be, like, literally just sprinkling my law all over the freeways on an overpass in Sacramento anymore. Um, so <laughs> that's what I'm going to start referring to the law. That's John's law. I'm fine, Max. I'm fine. How are you, sir? You know what? Um... I'd say I'd say I'm doing great, but that's not true. But you know, I'm doing better than this movie. I'm, I'm I've got my uh, my Pepto Bismol here. I've got <laughs> I've got my Tums. Got my water. You don't have to be a street oh, judge to so, know what I, what's wrong with me. So you're dying. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you've know, got you've got the scurvy. I've got something. The scurvy. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I got, but I got something. So I have been better. Not doing great. Max in the barrel right now. Oh, <laughs> wow. And speaking of uh, not doing great, in Portland, Maine, we got the Squipster, the Squibberino, Squib Squibbly Squib Squib, Bill Dooley. How are you, Squibby Bill? I knew you'd say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow. it is. We've said all the lines. That's it. That's it. Over. Oh, oh, wait. Did you guys actually watch the movie? <laughs> This was this was the time that we watched the Christmas movie, right? We, we did watch the Christmas movie this time. Oh god, I watched Great Mouse Detective. Oh no! <laughs> so we we uh, we uh, canceled recording two straight days, and I think we had to do today, otherwise we'd probably totally forget this movie because it's just very forgettable. But uh, you know, yeah. I'll honestly say I was just rereading my notes, and I was chuckling because I'd forgotten most. Of it. So. <laughs> It'd probably be a lot more off the cuff than usual. I don't remember. I'll remind you, Bill. Written here. <laughs> well, last week we watched Demolition Man starring Sly Stallone, so we thought it would be funny just to watch Judge Dredd this week since everyone gets the two of them mixed up. So that's what we did. And they, and they really shouldn't because uh, Demolition Man's way better than this movie. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is much better. By leaps and bounds. I mean, this this is, in a lot of ways, like it, it's the same movie, just with none of the humor. Like it, it doesn't have any of the other positives. It's just terrible action. The entire, like, which it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. not, I don't think it's bad. It's, it's fine, but it's very generic. It is yeah. like, this it, is like the most basic bland action movie I've ever seen. Yeah. You, you want to know how out. basic and fucking bland it's in? It, it is. Guess what? Rob fucking Schneider's in it. Guess <laughs> what? Bland. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He just so happened to be in the last movie here. He's on every fucking scene. Yeah. With cargo shorts. Cargo shorts. <laughs> so Rocky notwithstanding, is every Sylvester Stallone movie basically like he's a good guy, gets framed, looks like a bad guy for a minute, and then has to like fight his way back to catch the real bad guys? Because I feel like that's like every fucking Sly Stallone movie. Even fucking like Rambo's kind of like that. Copland. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, escape plan. It's all kind of the same. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just that. He must have. He must just have a one generic outline. Hey, I didn't he, do it. Paraphrase that line for the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. Who did it? So, t- typically, I save the trivia for the end of the show, but I did want to share a few things at at the top here. Just for, so this movie will make a little more sense. So first off, Stallone, he had never heard of Judge Dredd until he accepted this role. Okay. <laughs> Which explains a lot. Yep. 
This was technically a Disney movie because it was owned by the label Hollywood Studios, which produced this. And they just assumed that this was going to be a PG-13 movie. Um, it, but I guess the director was like an actual fan of Judge Dredd. So they had to go back to the cutting board five times because the MPAA kept on giving it an X rating. Holy shit. For Why violence. X-rating? That's before they had uh, NC-17. Yeah. So five but times. What were they flagging on? Right. I don't know. Like, was it so? Uh, and I'll so there's there's like one or two things that I'll I'll add I'll mention at the end of the uh, of the show that they cut out. But I mean, like for an R-rated movie, there's no tits, there's no swearing, there's barely right. any blood, and you don't see anybody really get. I mean, you see a few people get shot, but everything's like all the kills are like pretty much off screen. I'm honestly surprised that this was rated R. I I didn't really pay attention to the rating. It doesn't seem like it was bad at all. No, 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 no. It didn't. The it worst. Didn't. It- the worst it got was with the the fucking the hillbillies because of course there has to be some. Guess what? They still have southern accents in the future. Who knows? <laughs> but even that, like they're not swearing, they're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> really, yeah, I mean, like obviously the, they're the doing human things wrong. Body, the human body roasting over a spit was slightly grisly, but that was like the worst. Yeah, of I it. mean, like hell, we had Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom, where like people are getting like caught the fuck fire and shit, like yeah. alive, and like that Screaming. was still fine. And we almost got, we actually got more tits in that than we did here. Yes, we did. I mean, all I'm gonna say is that if if they cut out all the tits of this movie, <laughs> I mean, they lost they lost me forever. Yeah. I I you have know. a theory. I have a theory, um, and we're going to get to him, but the mean machine. I think that <laughs> something very graphic and very wrong happened with that character at some point in the original cut, and that's probably what was pushing it over. And I could see them like, we just don't fucking get it. We've got this fucking robot guy that looks like a walking penis, and he raped Salone five times, but Salone got away. I don't see what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, and then the last thing here, too, is that the director... Um, so that he would never work with a self-absorbed actor ever again. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, like, again, Stallone just hiring a no-name director so he could just boss him around, and then if the movie didn't work out, that he could just have that guy be blamed for everything. <clears throat> so before we really get into it, is wow. Stallone, like, since you know, like, a lot of this kind of behind-the-scenes shit, is Stallone, like, a dickhead? Is he a dick, or is he actually a nice guy? I think it's a mixed bag. Okay. He's just okay. an alpha. Like he, so he didn't really break out until he was like the first Rocky movie. Uh, he was 30. Yeah. I mean, he was 30 years yeah. old when that came out. So like he was like hustling for like 10 years before he got anything. And then he wrote Rocky. He got nominated for an Oscar for writing the movie and for acting in it. And then he kind of got like a blank check that then he could go direct and do his own movies. But the problem with him is instead of doing what like DiCaprio did, which is, okay, now I'm successful. I'm going to work with the best directors out there. And I'm going to make the best possible movie. He just went the other way and goes, I'm going to make whatever the fuck I want and I'm going to have a bunch of pushovers and no one's going to say no to me. And then his movies suffer for it. Because like, if mm. you actually look at his like actual good like performances since Rocky, there's been maybe two. And it's Copland and then Creed. And they're both directed by good directors. I, I, I find it very impressive that I've heard someone actually utter the words good performance with Stallone um, <laughs> these right. past couple minutes. but um, He's great in Copland. <sighs> But I'm going to go with it. I'm going to let it happen because anybody is better than Jürgen Prochnow, who plays Judge Griffin in this. Whenever he shows up into a movie, kids run. That's all I'm saying. God damn. He is so bad. (laughs) So bad. You want to guess who the bad guy is is in this movie? Just look at that dude's face. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, yeah. Oh, the guy that's always typecast as a fucking Nazi. Yeah, he's got to be a good say. guy. Yeah, yeah. The, the Soviet uh, general from uh, Air Force One. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's no. He was in Beverly Hills Cop. That that's too. what you got to remember, <laughs> remember him from. <laughs> the only movie I ever liked him in was Wing Commander because he played a mean-ass admiral kind of a thing. And I was like, okay, I can deal with that. Yeah. We should do Wing Commander sometime for like shittiest movies ever made. <laughs> then we also got an Armada Sante, who is just, I don't even know what the fuck he was doing in this movie. <laughs> uh, Armand, yeah, you know, uh, street level uh, mob associate, and that's about it. And um, that's what he gets. And he steals cigars from dead people and just that have been drooled on for like 30. We'll, we'll get into yeah. it. But good goddamn. <laughs> uh. All right, should we get into it? Yeah. Okay. So the movie opens up with James Earl Jones narrating the scrolling text because obviously anyone who went to see this movie couldn't read. But all that we need to know is that in the future, most of the world is a barren wasteland and the majority of the population live in mega cities that span several states. And the crime has gotten so out of control that they had to create a new system where street judges have the power to arrest, convict, sentence, and kill criminals on the spot. I had such high hopes for this movie when I heard James Earl Jones. It's it, it, it's a lot like last last week's movie actually with a with a really really great open and then mm-hmm. you know the rest of it kind of just flounders. Yeah, they had fantastic colorful world building with that, and you know for a second I thought we were getting ready to watch like the apocalyptic version of like the Sandlot. I was like, oh, I like James Earl Jones, yeah, <laughs> you know, but that didn't happen as we saw. Um, but it, amazing world building where they set the whole thing up. You get to see this shitty thing, and then well, you know. <laughs> that happens really fast. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it. So then, you know, we, we're introduced to newly paroled inmate Herman Fergie Ferguson, played by Rob Schneider, getting a cab ride through this Joel Schumacher Gotham City before arriving at his apartment, which is already full of bad guys shooting at people in the street. For no reason. With James Remar as an uncredited warlord in this. Oh my God. Dexter's dad. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, he was definitely on something for that scene. You could see it, dude. He was, his eyeballs were sweating. Like, he was just like, I mean, just ready to go. And um, why are they just shooting across the street? It was like a block party, except, like, the party is replaced with shooting at each other. Right, Kind of yeah. looked at the Capitol last Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, political. Max, you should start putting sirens in every time we get <laughs> Ear-bleeding sirens that are like 10 yeah. decibels louder than the rest of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's a few rare James moments Rima- of, yeah. of kind of funny uh, moments here in this movie. Um, and I did appreciate that as the the spaceship taxi cab bus whatever it was drops him off into the city that like an automated voice goes there is an active riot please take <laughs> caution and then it just like dumps him off it's like good, good luck i yeah. thought that was humorous well, that i like the, the 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 food robot too eat recycled food recycled food it's good for the environment and okay for you <laughs> <laughs> like all right got a little bit of like a robocop vibe to this not bad. Yeah. And then everything. And then after that, it's just over. Like the second he takes that helmet off, it's a completely different movie. Yeah. Yep. But uh, what I was also going to say, so uh, James Remar or Raymar, I don't know the fuck you say his name, but you're talking about him being coked up. Um, John, he was originally Corporal Hicks in Aliens, but he got fired because of he got caught with cocaine in London. 
So then they brought in Michael Bean instead. Oh my God, fuck that guy. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Because Mike's fucking, Mike's my man. Yeah, he's so good in that movie. But He helped make that movie. He didn't carry it on his own, but he helped fucking make it. Yep. So yeah, I always knew this guy sucked. Now I know you're a dick. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, so Remo, he starts uh, randomly blowing up rioters before Judge Hershey, played by Diane Lane, who agreed to do this movie for some reason, arrives to the scene with her dumbass trainee and calls for backup, but not any sort of backup. But the best in the biz. <laughs> the Versace designed shoulder pad, golden codpiece wearing stud that is Judge Dredd. That pan up where <laughs> you got shot. a picture of that. We got a picture of that hard dick. Oh boy. That got, that got, that got the Timster's, uh, Timster's juices rolling. <laughs> Oh, it was great. You could see a little bit curving down the left thigh and everything. I mean, they really put some work into making his dick look massive. But the but the bling, oh my God, the bling. I was all about it the entire time. Really loved the design behind that. Is it functional? Does it actually protect you from anything? No, but it looks fucking great. It, I've never I've never looked at it or uh, or, or looked into it. Is there any like? Is there any tie back to the comic books with that look? Is that at all representative of the comic book character? So the, yeah. yeah, with the giant golden shoulder pads and yeah. shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're like kind of exaggerated, but yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're relatively pretty similar. I mean, non-functioning huh? shoulder pads. <laughs> One of them's bigger than the other. <laughs> Makes no sense. It's absurd. What is so ridiculous? It makes. Oh, go ahead, Tim. Well, I was gonna say, what do you think? Sly Stallone said when they brought that costume out, do you think he was like, what the fuck is this? Or do you think he was like, this is great. <laughs> I don't think I need to wear an undershirt. What if I'm just like a like a Spartan under this? And it's just my jacked abs, and then my dick's popping out of the codpiece. Uh, Stallone, we're trying to make this, this is a Disney movie. We're trying to make this a PG-13. Oh, all right, so I'll wear a cock sleeve. Yeah, so he has a full body, like, I don't know. It's basically tights for his entire body. And uh, Max is gone. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, Max. so... Uh, oh, boy. Well, I- I'll give you guys a... Oh, and here he is. Max. Max, yeah. hi. I'm back. It keeps on jumping in and out. I don't know what you guys are just talking about. I missed all that. <laughs> I was I was talking, and I don't even remember what I was saying. Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. So, all right. Getting back into the movie. Great transition. <laughs> all right. So, I like how just dread... You know, you can tell that he's the best in the biz because he's like mansplaining to everybody that like these bullets are like a hundred yards away from being like lethal, but he's literally not wearing anything else that would really protect him besides the shoulder yep. pads. Like, I just would have thought it would have been hilarious that like he's like, oh, there's these bullets, the the hundred feet away from being lethal, and then somebody just throws like a mattress out the window and just kills him. <laughs> <laughs> or or he gets hit by a bullet and it doesn't kill him, but it like breaks a rib. Yeah, starts bleeding out. <laughs> So, though, because those Fuck are the, uh, if, all the bad guys are what, like 20 stories up. So if they threw a penny off of that and it hit yes. him, yeah, it would fucking, <laughs> it would hurt. It would, if not injure him severely. So I don't care. Guess what? If you're shooting bullets downwards, they're just falling onto you and they already <laughs> got a nice big push out of the gun. <laughs> Towards you, um, I'm pretty sure that if you're firing downwards, that there's no such thing as an effective or lethal range. The logic makes no sense. 
No, it does not. <laughs> these, are, these are 50 caliber USA rounds. Guys, you get 300 meters. But no, we are 350 meters away. Oh, did somebody say Stromboli? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Diane Lane, she clears the first room. Then the dumbass trainee rushes into the next room on his own. He's blown to pieces. So then Dredd pulls out his 21st century super soaker gun, killing everyone except James Remar. Then he lets James Remar speak, and then he kills him too. Court adjourned. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I can't can't understand what you're saying. You you seem to be talking with a, a bad slur or speech. Have you had a stroke? But tell me what you plan. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, Sherry can't understand a fucking word I'm saying, let alone what Stallone would be able to say. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. I said rapid fire. I'm s- <laughs> this gun doesn't have wraparound tires. I'm sorry. <laughs> rapid fire. <laughs> and like, so everybody can always make fun of Stallone, how he can, in some cases can be hard to understand because he sounds like just like a fucking, you know, silverback gorilla that's talking that's straight out of North Jersey. But it's just, <laughs> he gets off that bike and we'll go right forward from here, guys. I won't hold it up for too long. But he, when he gets off the motorcycle, you know, the best in the biz showed up. He pulls out his little like zigs, <laughs> like little microphone so he can get megaphoned up and he just starts yelling. <laughs> nonsense words. I'm pretty sure he starts with like, the law! Like, he just screams it. And I understood that word. That was it. (laughs) When he was like screaming at these people, shooting at him from 20 stories up, hoping that they can hear him. The law. And no one can understand a fucking word he's saying. He is a horrible crowd control officer. Well, I mean, I guess I guess if everyone knows that the the guy who clearly had a stroke is yelling slurs at them is like Judge Dredd, then maybe that's a good way you like that's his calling card. Like, you know, there's just somebody <laughs> rambling. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, Judge Dredd's here. Oh my god, the Nico here and mumbling. It must be Dredd. It's a good thing that uh they did away with due process because Every case Judge Dredd would work would have gotten thrown out because it'd have been like, well, I couldn't understand the Miranda rights. I got rid. <laughs> uh, did you get arrested by Judge Dredd? I did. Okay, next case. Yeah, yeah you're free fair. to go. <laughs> I thought he was saying I don't have a bra. I don't know what yeah. the fuck he was saying. I could hear the gun through the door, but I couldn't hear what he was saying. He just kept screaming, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> but Is man. It just me- that it seemed to I don't know if he leans into it or something for some roles, but like he, the way that the way that Stallone talks out of like the side of his mouth, like he's kind of got the Drew Barrymore like lip drag. I don't know what the fuck is going on with the way his mouth moves when he speaks. Uh, but it seemed to be like cranked up to 11 on this movie. Like yeah. it was he was way all over the place with that bottom lip. Oh, dude, they had to give him, like, three separate, like, you know, very exact face lips on his mouth throughout the making of this film just because it kept just slipping away. That's what I was... It's, it's either two different things. It's either he was trying to do what Dredd did in the comic. Like, he always has, a, like, a Dirty Harry scowl on his face. He's either doing that or, like, he just recently got a new, like, facelift. And, you know, he was born with, like, part of his face, like, partially paralyzed. So maybe, like, he hit another nerve that caused it to, like, go back. Well, damn it. I didn't know that his he was born with a partially fer- paralyzed face, so now I feel terrible. <laughs> You've definitely said that before, Bill. To also be clear, I don't really feel terrible. So You should not okay, feel terrible yeah, for Stallone. <laughs> I think no, he's okay. Not, not in the least bit. He's just fine. stop being a fairy and stop having a partially paralyzed face. <laughs> Are you about to call Sylvester Stallone into North Square? Yeah, I am. 
Oh, shit. Hey, Sly Stallone, meet me in North Square. I'll beat the shit out of you. I know you're jacked, but you're literally the size of an action figure. I can take you. <laughs> Dude, I, Seriously. I, I could flick him off like a mosquito. <laughs> well, speaking of height, so Diane Lane is 5'7". There's no way that Stallone is taller than 5'7", but he towers over her in this movie. Like whenever well, they're in the, the scene boots. together, they're like, the boots. the boots are very big. Yeah, that's but what it is. He, the boots are lifts and they yeah. have heels. Like yeah, he's they, wearing those Bono boots. boots. Give him an extra like four or five inches. Yes. Uh, Bono boots. That was straight out of fucking kiss. That's what that was. I mean, like those boots went down and I thought we were about to see someone just. <laughs> Dude, those are like the Doc Martens. hanging out. Yeah. Those are like the yeah. Doc Martens that like edgy girls wear around now. <laughs> well, the fun thing about these boots is I get to step on my balls with them later. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dreddy, then he finds Schneider hiding inside the recycled food droid and he sentences him to five years in jail. And, and lets him know that suicide would have been legal. <laughs> the guy hasn't been able to take his fucking shoes off yet. He just got out of jail. He walked into his, uh, his like state-mandated assigned apartment and there's just criminals in there killing people. And Stallone's like, well, you should have either let them kill you or you should have just killed yourself. <laughs> I like that part of it. It's not my problem. They were they were clearly trying to have a little bit of social commentary on this, like in the 90s, which was kind of laughable, um, considering that uh, what happened with crack cocaine. But <clears throat> I, I none of it landed. I was like, ah, I'm not taking a lesson from this. Like, and I, and I understand what you're getting at. No, yeah, I've got I've got some strong opinions about this la- later on, uh, but no, yeah I, yeah, I think I think you're right, John. I think they were trying to make some kind of commentary about like police, and it was all over the place in terms oh, of yeah. w- whatever the messaging that was that they were trying to get across. For sure, yeah, yeah, and I, <laughs> they did come up with a great idea. I would love to see some DNA tracing on fucking bullets when those happen. They're just no like, way. I don't no, you know, maybe a cop decides to start shooting at somebody and they just blow up the other apartment, like what happened. Yeah, apparently the NRA got, dis- got uh, dismembered too in the future. No way yeah. how that ever would have fucking happened. Right. I don't know, man. They probably were all about the hand grenade feature on the fucking gun where it's like, oh, you can tell your gun to shoot a hand grenade now. It's like, oh, okay. I know well, it, it did seem like everyone else had guns. It was just the lawgiver too that had that, that unique feature, I think. It's true. Mm-hmm. It is true. The Lawgiver 2. I wonder what the Lawgiver 1 looked like. It was probably a fucking muzzle loader after the world ended that fast. <laughs> it's like the old saying goes, only thing that stops a bad guy with a hand grenade is a good guy with a hand grenade. <laughs> it's true. Hmm. All right, sorry, Max. I'll shut the fuck up for a minute. It's okay. I, I just looked at one of my notes here, and it says, Dred's reasoning is the same as someone telling a rape victim that they deserve it because they were wearing yoga pants. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Thanks a lot, Stallone. Appreciate it, buddy. By the way, I have 13 pages of notes on this movie. I was going 13? through 13 what? pages. Yes. Okay. What? <laughs> I was this on was... some different types of medicine while I was watching this movie. Holy shit. This is like the lightest notes I've ever taken, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell it. is happening. I think I was going through a fever dream watching it. Holy shit. <laughs> did, you, did you actually meet Stallone in your <laughs> dream at least? Like, did he come out of the TV and tell you that, uh, to explain his law to you? I have the dream. <laughs> All right. Back at headquarters, Dredd meets with Chief Justice Fargo, played by Max von Sydow. 
who asks Dredd why he always has to kill everyone that breaks the law. And then he orders him to teach ethics at the academy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just to teach him a lesson. It's like, no, that's not a good idea. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That you should you should actually send him back to get taught ethics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so this is a scene where Dredd takes his helmet off. And this is just a, this was a big no-no for the comic fans because um, AD, what is it? AD 2000? Is that the name of the comic, I think? That Judge um, Dredd is in? Oh, but, gosh, I forget. I think it I is. Forget. But the so the Dredd comics have been around since 1977 and he has never taken his helmet off in the entire time. And then in this movie, within like five minutes, he's like, helmet goes off, rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he literally, he, he does not wear it. Not at right. all, does he? In comparison, huh. so the in dread the re, you know the other dread. one, Carl Urban mm. never takes a helmet off, and he was like required to never take the helmet off. It was like in his contract when he signed it, and he's like, I can see the, I can see the production meeting for this being a lot like a meeting with with Trump would go. Basically, they're like, all right, so Sly, you're never gonna take the helmet off. That's sort of like a, a key a core component of the comic book. He's like, well, I'm taking the helmet off. Yeah, but what if I take <laughs> no, it but off? You, but you can't. You're going to alienate all the fans. It's really not like you, we're trying to stay true to the script. I'm taking the helmet off. My name's Slice Lord. I take helmets off when I want to. <laughs> Everyone okay. wants to see my dopey face. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that Stallone is the reason that Marvel movies are pieces of shit. Oh because my God. all the superheroes have to take their fucking yes. masks off. Yeah, go back to whatever episode I, I when I fucking ranted about that. God. I still think about that because I haven't seen you that mad in a long time. <laughs> so angry. Oh my god. And while Bill just sits yeah, wow. Okay. He's getting redder by the second. Um <laughs> I think that was fine. our overrated so movies fine. episode, I think. So I think, I wanna, yeah, I think so. I want to pump the brakes for a second because in the last episode <laughs> and this one, we're talking about Sly Stallone. I just want to ask, I've never heard that before. And so what's the story with Sly Stallone as opposed to just like staying like Silver or Sylvester Stallone? I've never heard anyone call him Sly until Tim as well, if I'm being oh, really? honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a fairly well-known nickname. Yeah, me too. Will Smith says it in the Miami song. Oh, that came out in the 90s. Fair enough. He Miami. rhymes Sly Stallone with Miami, my second home. Okay, so what I'm getting from you guys is just go do my own fucking research. Appreciate <laughs> it, buddies. High five. All right, moving on. All right. Cut to the Aspen penal colony. Where former judge turned inmate Rico, played by Armad Asante, gets handed a package by the city warden that includes his old judge badge and a photo of this older reporter that we've seen a few times already in the movie that I haven't mentioned, who's very critical of the judges, and he's also the villain from Lethal Weapon 1. But it's a trap! And Rico turns a package into a gun and then kills a warden, and then all of his discount stormtroopers. The, the, the guns, the guns in this movie, for the most part, are just so, so over the top, so stupid looking. They're all like four feet long. They shoot bullets out of like 15 different barrels because the things like have a diameter of like six feet. Like it, the guards in that, in that penal colony all had the, the fucking, I don't know, hip side, uh, hip cannons on them. And they all like, they shoot guns and spray like a 20 foot radius. Like, I don't think you could probably hit up the, like a barn shooting with those. It's all, <laughs> it just looks so dumb. I hated every second of that. 
Yeah, and so for for the listeners who haven't actually watched the movie just yet, like the barrels of these guns that Bill is explaining, like look like the mini keg that was put out by Heineken several years ago. Yeah, like <laughs> that's how wide these barrels are, and there's just a little hole in the middle, and that's where some of the bullets come out of. And then occasionally you might have the mini gun situation, but yeah, um, it's almost as if they ran out of money to design and have more prop guns. I don't think money was an issue in this movie. This movie costs a lot. Yeah. Okay. I do. I do like Rico's uh, Rico's little monologue there, where he talks about how guilt and innocence is just a matter of time. You know, like everyone's guilty. It's just uh, depending on when you get them. He makes a what couple a good of decent reason points. To just kill everyone. <laughs> I love it. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, and then th- after this, we get a really missed opportunity for some stray yabos at the judge's unisex locker room where Diane Lane That's checks what I'm out Dred's. about, man. <laughs> Diane Lane, she checks out Dred's butt and then asks if uh, he's ever had a friend, to which Dred says, I had a friend once, but then I had to judge him. And then Paula <laughs> thought he was cool and so did Randy, but Simon wasn't feeling it. So I had to put Rico, <laughs> I mean, I mean, my friend, not Rico. Wait, what was I talking about again? What was the question? <laughs> oh, I, was trying, no. I was trying to compute my 80% of my max bench. <laughs> <laughs> so no one ever really does talk about total equality, the benefits of total equality among the sexes, like co-gender locker rooms and showers, my dudes. I yeah. mean, like we only get this in movies like when the world has ended or it's like super far in the future or we're fighting giant space aliens you know yeah. or space bugs yeah space bugs i've only seen it in paul verhoeven movies which are robocop and super troopers <laughs> it's the only time i've ever seen could, it could you imagine what kind of a coup it would be for ladies to just get you know every day on a daily basis get to view fresh sausages <laughs> it would be great for them they must I, they would be loving it they don't they don't know what they're missing you know at the gym locker yeah. room with the mm-hmm. the five 80 year old guys just milling about with their balls hanging down around their knees she yeah. just as fargo just air drying his balls <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah air drying their balls talking to little boys let me tell you about the time that i had to walk back home backwards uphill while they have their leg up on the fucking stand and yes they're or like cocking reaching their down into the bottom of their locker to get their get their sketcher sneakers out yep clipping their toenails on the <laughs> yeah. bench leaned over completely <laughs> god damn it putting putting hemorrhoid cream on <laughs> yeah and you know what we all put up with it just casually having a conversation with other naked people. I don't understand that shit at all. I mean, look, nah. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm fine. Like I'll, I, I get naked in the, in the locker room. I'm not uncomfortable with that, but like, oh, yeah, Bill, I also you don't, are fine. I don't fucking just linger. What is wrong with these people? I don't understand. <laughs> I've never seen you in, in the actual gym. I've only ever seen you in the locker room. What the fuck do you do here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just a total, it must be a totally different, like, area or scene from women's locker rooms because they just les out the whole time. And who would want to see that? Yeah, that's gross. Oh, yeah, yeah. I learned that in, like, middle school. Right. Yeah. No, they totally do. They're like, they're like, they like hugging shit. Practice Naked. kissing and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Soap each other's boobs. I mean, yeah. shit, like, Tim, at least when we touched tummies, we were wearing shirts. <laughs> Exactly. We weren't right. we weren't gently blowing on each other's nipples in a no. sexual way. God, Granted, both those shirts heathens? were soaked in sweat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So during the oh, scene too, wow. they're uh, really focusing on um, on Stallone's fake blue eyes, like super hardcore in this as well. It's like they have like a flashlight on him as he's talking. It's probably the most interesting thing in this entire movie. Like the biggest choice they made was having Stallone have blue contacts because again, they never show Judd's face or uh, Dredd's face. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, I'm Diane, happy that you Diane Lane has ahead. blue contacts in this too. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. And Asante, I, I don't understand why they did. Well, like I understand Asante and um, Stallone, the clone, just thing. because it's like okay, yeah, they're clones, yeah. like they're genetically awesome, whatever. You know, I get that. But I was actually going to ask, like, wait a second, does Stallone have such like beautiful like eyes that I can just get lost in? Because I did not remember that from Demolition no, Man. Very dreamy. Is is there oh a chance God. if Diane Lane has got the blue eyes in this movie that there's subtly uh, some backstory going on that she's also a clone? That's what I was guessing. Mm, but then I think maybe she's his daughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're my clone daughter. We do get a great, like, you know, Bronx, New York accent, you know, rant from uh, uh, fucking Armand later in the movie. My brothers and sisters. So I guess, yeah, there were female clones for the, which we'll get to. Spoiler alert. Guess what? They're cloning super cops. That couldn't go wrong at all. Yeah, because they never really show them. So who cares? (laughs) There's no payoff again in this movie. There's no payoff in the final act. Yeah, yeah. I was blue balled the entire fucking movie. Everything, every plot line is a blue ball. I mean, I had such an excess amount of sperm after this movie that I had to just let it out. <laughs> Good. Concur. Good. All right. So Appreciate it. Rico, he sneaks into Mega City and he picks up his old guns at this pawn shop. Then he kills the guy working and reactivates this old ABC robot that's just basically a mean looking clone from uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. That's basically what happened, audience, and uh, there's not much else to say about <laughs> Moving it. Moving on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Wait a second. No, Armand fucking takes a cigar from a dead man's mouth that has been marinating in his saliva for half an hour <laughs> and then just sucks into it. Like, ugh. Ah, okay, now we can move on. <laughs> okay, good. All right, then we got the old reporter talking to his wife at home when the door flies open and Judge Dredd blows him away. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> but it said dread on there. I hope it. I wonder if it really was Sylvester Stallone because we didn't see his face. Who knows? <laughs> Spoiler alert: It wasn't. Obviously, was not. And also, you could size. clearly see in the shitty like VHS video that they had in like you know a thousand years in the future um, that this uh, dread was clearly not nearly as jacked as nope. the dread. He was so he was half as wide. I'd, yeah, yeah I, I would say that his law was weaker. And, and it's a solid eight inches taller. <laughs> well, there's yeah. that too. Yep. Shh, we don't talk about his height. <laughs> and then after this, we have Dredd uh, blowing up Congressman Matt Gates' car after his fourth DUI, which is immediately followed <laughs> up with these stormtroopers arresting Dredd for murder. Boo, 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 politica, politica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that we got to see Dredd just like administer some explosive street justice before he gets arrested, at least. So that's nice. You're under arrest. Hold on. Let me just blow up this, this car real quick. Pablo, <laughs> initiate. How, how, how could that possibly be a reasonable or ethical solution that's in that scenario? You, you very easily should. You probably did injure somebody else walking on a busy. It's a fucking overcrowded city, middle of day, and you fucking. 
grenade a car. <laughs> the fuck is they going stated on? how the city has an issue with overpopulation. <laughs> that tire went flying and probably killed like eight people. <laughs> uh, Judge Dredd, you know, maybe you should pull back on your suits of excessive force. You blew that car up, it killed a pedestrian, you know, probably not a good thing to be doing. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> and he just walks away. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> you're, wearing, you're wearing Versace-designed hockey pants. Yeah. <sighs> All right, then we have Diane Lane representing Dredd at his murder trial, who's able to get this video of the reporter's death dismissed, which is good. But then Dredd is convicted after the supercomputer says that his DNA was on all the bullets used to kill the guy, which is bad. So I I, I presume that this whole cloning program isn't like a secret. Is it a secret? It yeah. is a secret. Yeah. yeah it's uh, okay, a secret. never mind. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Carry on, fellas. Well, <laughs> so first, so yeah, good. Go no, 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 really, go, go, go. I just want to know, like, where, again, another fucking movie with security camera. Where the fuck was this camera? It's inside of his house. The shot is from behind his couch. Well, I think they zoom in on ca- they zoom in on the camera when when during that scene. Yeah, but where they where the camera come from? Banging banging her lover. Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's I like, mean, it's like, like honestly, a nanny cam. <laughs> so it's funny. It's funny you bring this up because in 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 the nineties this would make no sense. Today it would be like, oh yeah, they had the ring, they had the little indoor thing, you know, like the uh, the smoke detector. It's got a camera yeah. on it just right. because, you know, like yeah, ring doorbell. <clears throat> but uh yeah i i just look like i think we can accept that people are people are on to the fact that ju- uh that judge dread is a clone if you know if you're the tribal and the, the council everyone on that council knows that judge dread is a clone and presumably they know that his clone is in prison how can you convict the guy on just dna evidence that makes no there is somebody out there with the exact same dna as him that was kind of the point I was trying to drive at before I got shut down. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm wrong, no. Tim. I'm sorry. If, no, no. If there is if there is a an exact copy of your DNA hanging out there, I mean, that's a reasonable doubt right there. I mean, it, you it just, is, just, yeah. just phone call, make a phone call to Aspen, be like, hey, is uh is that clone, that evil clone still there? Um, Actually, when you kind of mention it, no, and our, our warden's dead too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That was the yeah. other thing is, did, did the... Prison never tell anyone that this guy broke out and killed some people. I just like no, all, of course not. They're all too busy not. skiing, Bill. <laughs> um, so okay, the whole thing, the whole trial, the trial itself was worth it just for Stallone's meltdown. Oh, yeah. I wish that we could see this on like Judge Judy, like you know, in the impeachment proceedings, like where they're like, "You've been guilty." He's like, "I'm not. I love Stromboli, motherfucker." <laughs> I mean, like, and you got every other word. But that was about it. And just of him and like just veins popping out underneath veins in his neck, in his eyes, in his forehead. And still half of his face isn't working so well. I don't care if he's fucking challenged. I don't care. He's a fucking millionaire. And he's screaming at the ceiling. He's actually looking at the ceiling the entire time. Look that shit up. It's great. Um, so Max and Tim both know my brother is um, uh, a serious person, you might say. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. was uh, was could 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 be said to have some some anger problems as a youth. Um, oh. And it was like born born into being a, sto- a state police officer. Basically, he was born with <laughs> aviators on uh, and giving out tickets to the police officers. Um, <clears throat> 
And I remember seeing this movie like on UPN 38 one summer afternoon and when I was like 12 or 13 or something like that. And that scene happened and me and my dad just looked at each other and started laughing. And we have like ever since the is something that we say about Dan whenever we say <laughs> Whenever Dan gets upset, he tends to mumble when he's like frustrated. Like he'll say something like, like what Dan? Like, I like how a young Bill, a young Bill and an undoubtedly shirtless and jean-shorted Paul Dooley had this telekinesis that just like, Dan, Dan. Both father and son look both ways, make sure Dan is in the room before they say it though. (laughs) So you just get pissed off. You know, I I didn't know that Dan existed until just a moment ago. And I have to say that I think I know him now. So that's, that's good. Uh, all right. So in order to save Dredd's life, the, the disgraced Chief Justice Fargo steps down and offers to take the long walk in exchange for Dredd's death sentence being commuted to life in prison. Oh, yep. God. If only Trump had to do that kind of shit if oh, he was going to pardon somebody. Huh? Oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry. That's political. <laughs> I, boo, I, boo. I, I do love how uh, how Fargo says something about how like. He still wants this this council or this organization to stand for freedom. It's like, uh, champ, your 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 cops are killing like a thousand people a day. I think that ship has long sailed. This this uh this organization does in no way stand for freedom. I had no comprehension of why they commuted his death sentence to life. I was just like, yeah, all right. I don't understand your logic, <laughs> but well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go along for this terrible ride. <laughs> And this is also, this is a scene where they should have revealed Stallone's face for the first time. Like, he could have kept that helmet on for the first 35, 40 minutes of the movie. And then when they're, like, stripping his uniform and his badge, and then they would have had the final shot of him, like, taking his helmet off. And then you can see the blue eyes and, like, oh, shit, there's Stallone. But no. Yeah, that would have made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, he looks good in the helmet. He looks like Judge Dredd for the most part. Oh, my God. No, he does the frown only. I think that, uh, what's his face, who did Dredd? actually did the frown a little bit better. Yeah, yeah Carl Urban. But simply because he didn't take off the helmet yep. at all. But like Stallone's frown on fucking point. Mm-hmm. I just, John, to, to your point before and uh, to keep it from getting political, I would expand that the, the long walk needs to just be something that's part of our society in general. Like I think anybody <laughs> over the age of 65 should just have to go for the long walk and then we can be done with it. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, I, I can definitely be down with some Inuit culture that we could, you know, inject in here where we just push folks off into the distance. Yeah. And I, that's what I want to happen to me. I want my body to be feasted upon by lion seals and polar bears when I die because fuck a cremation. Fuck that. John, I'm, I never knew you were so in touch with Inuit culture. It's wonderful. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic. I've seen a lot of things in my life, Bill, and yeah. uh, I'm not proud of it all. I think I, I mean John's definitely correct because leopard seals. I mean those very very important to the Inuits that live in the Arctic. <laughs> and the leopard seals live in the Antarctic. <laughs> Good times. Oh Good time. yeah, this is the Power Hour with Hold My Popcorn. <laughs> Woo! All right, so the newly appointed Chief Justice Griffin meets with Rico, and OMG, Griffin set him up. Who saw that coming? 
Oh my god! I, I certainly did not. <laughs> I was like, "Where is this movie going? This thing is a an enigma." I mean, there are twists and turns everywhere. I could not have scripted this from the start of it. Yeah, I took the finger I, out of my nose and closed my mouth. I was like, "Oh my god!" I just love that. Like the one random foreigner is the one that you're not supposed to trust. Like. <laughs> Looking at that yeah. Slavic-looking son of a bitch. I mean, for good reason. For good reason. Well, well, though that's not true, John. There's another foreigner in here, the evil Asian lab lady, too. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, well, you that, don't trust her either. <laughs> Germans well, and Japanese people, don't trust them. No, I don't know, Especially Tim. You were trusting those. I was trusting those fucking those yabos. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. That was the closest thing to, yeah. She I almost mean, won me over with her yabos. Just saying. Was that the same chick that was in Twin Peaks? I believe so, yeah. Oh, Pretty okay. sure. All right, yeah. yeah. Lots of boobs in that, too. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I definitely did Great not tips. pause during that fight scene at the end when her boobs are in full, just pushed up. Yeah. <laughs> definitely didn't pause it there to go, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> research, research, research. So again, this is like Demolition Man, though. So Griffin, he tells Rico to do the same thing that Cock 2 told Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man, which is cause a bunch of chaos so the guy at the top can benefit from it. Which of course would just never happen in real life. No, no, Max. Heavens, no, 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 no. no. That doesn't happen in the United States. It's not. It's not like we have a real world example or anything <laughs> wee, for that. Wee, you know? wee, 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 wee. That that'll be that'll be my version. Extra Thank annoying. You, yeah, thing. What's that? That's an extra annoying version. Yeah, I know, right? It's straight out of uh, Despicable Me. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. Twenty three nineteen. All right, so then the real movie starts when we're introduced to the hilarious Fergie who's sitting next to Dredd at the prison transport just doing some real hilarious gut-punching comedy when all of a sudden a family of cannibals shoot them down. Who is the, who is the head cannibal? He's from The Walking he, Dead. Walking Dead. He's uh, Herschel. Yeah. He's from The Walking yeah. Dead, yeah. the he grandpa priest like from The Walking hat, Dead. Yep. Which bothered me. Like He was wearing like a wizard hat. And he had like a fucking it's a gu- weird. He has a Gucci Mane tattoo on his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just the whole thing was bothering me. It, I, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's it's just it's deep South culture. When you're from the Lowlands, uh, they like to walk around with those big, tall, pointy hats, big walking sticks, lots of guns, and then a you know a mutated child that they <laughs> turned into child. a child. Yeah. yeah, that they turned into a walking Sibian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> On a timer. <laughs> 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 oh, Payback time, Dread. <laughs> yeah, and you get all those Man. wonderful accents. And you know what? Of course, you know, a thousand years in the future, um, all the people running around the desert, one, have southern accents. And guess what? They believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so the other guy is the, uh, the stuttering dude from Pearl Harbor, the super annoying one. The one's like, hey, Paul, I think we got him. <laughs> That, that's him. That's the stuttering guy. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't he in Wonder Woman? Yep. Huh. Yep. He has his good moments and his bad moments. He always has a choice for a voice. That's for sure. Yeah. He should have been in the Lord of the Rings as like a fucking Hobbit or something. Who was he in in Wonder Woman? He's just one of the troops. The sniper. Yeah. Sniper. He's the sniper. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So the Griffin he orders the stormtroopers to kill everyone in the transport, which they do, except for Dredd and Fergie. Who are tied up at the Dumber Hills of Eyes Cave? <laughs> the the uh, the I don't know the mutant with like the metal collarbone and what? Oh yeah, the Sibian. 
Oh, Simeon. So, that reference. I don't know what that means. It's a fuck you machine. Know what a is, Bill? All right, no. Google it and make sure you, you Google it. Google it do, right do now. Do it on your work so, computer, though. <clears throat> so apparently, this uh, this this uh, <laughs> this character is called <laughs> this, ca- this character is called Meme Machine. Mm-hmm. No, you should totally research that. You're going to get a lot of good content out of that, Bill. Um, Howard Stern show. How about that? Any callbacks from that. when you were like twelve oh, watching the Howard go Stern to the show? CBN website. It's pretty tame. Yeah, no, it is tame. It's not something crazy. It's not like you're looking at like the double penetration machine, like Google straight it from up my Thailand. Phone. I'm not going to Google it from from my work computer. This was like we're not. Uh, yeah, no, we're we're, we're not going to tell you to look at tentacle porn or anything. Come on, John. That is exact. I feel like that's something you have told me to do. <laughs> You know, I don't remember, but I don't doubt that. So, and I'm and I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that because some cultures have needs. So, what do you think? You Bill? Look it up. I I I, I googled Simeon, and I'm just getting something that resembles no, a monkey. Uh, no, 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 Sibian. S Sibian. So S Y B I A N. I'm ashamed. That I know how to spell it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have spelled it like that, but I also can't spell. I think it's with a Y. Maybe it's with an A. Maybe it's with an I. No, it's with a Y. It's with a Y. S-Y-B-I-A-N. Oh, thanks, Tim. Appreciate I-A-N. that, buddy. <laughs> Everyone's just looking at Sibians right now. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, All right. So I'll let you guys, yeah, you guys can look at the Sibians. And so during this, though, you know, Dredd, he's, he's wiggling out of these loosely tied ropes. He kills all the rednecks as well as the stormtroopers who just show up on cue. Except that there's one guy left who's about to shoot. Uh, God damn, that's a play on a tongue twister. Shoot Dredd dead when uh, Blam! He falls down dead, revealing Justice Fargo behind him. Man, that was some riveting stuff. But then the incest Sibian cyborg stabs Fargo through the chest. Oh no, he's too old to die. <laughs> I just like, I like how he's like, look like we're riding again. And then <laughs> immediately. Yeah, everyone thought like, oh, this guy's going to play a key role in this whole, like he's going to unleash the plot, the whole plot. Everyone's going to find out. He's gonna actually gonna do the right thing. It's like, nope, he's dead. Can I just no. say he would have offered a refreshing balance to the duo that was Rob Schneider and uh, and so have him be the sidekick instead of Rob Schneider. I was pretty, I was pretty excited about that whole combination. I was like, this is gonna be way better than Rob Schneider and Sylvester Stallone. Nope. Look, and like, even even leave Rob Schneider in the picture. Like, just to have, you know, you can play up the trope of like, he's he's old, but he used to be the best. Like, he used to be the best in the biz, and that's why fucking uh, Judge Dredd is his clone or whatever. Like, there was so much potential there. And then like, two seconds in, giant machete to the chest. But I also act like his um, his reemergence in the movie is like a big deal. I went back and looked at it. He was off screen for 13 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they act like it's this big grand like, oh, my God, a son of a bitch. He's back. He's still alive. <laughs> it's like, no, you, if you're in the movie theater, you want to take, take a piss and get more candy. And they're like, oh, why, is, why, are, they, why are they holding on him for so long in the shot? Well, and, and not to mention. All right. So he. he Gave up his counsel seat to take the walk so Judge Dredd would get, wouldn't get sentenced to death. Judge Dredd presumably then immediately got put on a transport ship that got shot down. So he's probably been outside of the city for hours, not even days. Like, we're probably talking <laughs> like like maybe six hours if there was a meal in between or something like that. It's still and daytime. Yep. Yeah, exactly. The sun hasn't even gone down yet. <laughs> exactly. You and he walked from this city to Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I just wanted to know too. Um, no armpit hair from Stallone when he's hung up by like his arms. It looks nah, really fucking weird. Clones don't have armpit hair. Clones don't have armpit That's true. hair. Only a lot of pubic hair. <laughs> oh my god, do they ever? 
I mean, there's just some really lazy kills in this movie, and this is the, I think the first time that you'll see that like somebody like is about to get killed, and then they get killed from the person behind them. It happens like over and over again to the point that literally like it was a back to back. Like it's like a fucking killing dominoes. It's just like I killed you, you fall down. Oh, I killed you, now you fall down. Hey, it's um, you know, it's it's Ugh. a it's a very touching movie. Um, oh, excuse me, this, the movie is charming. Charming, charming, charming. Um, I'd like to know what the what the the difference is between dread killing cops that were just doing their job and uh, Rob Schneider hiding in a hiding in a a food machine. Why is what Rob Schneider did punishable by five years in prison, and and uh, Judge Dredd is like a hero in that situation? I don't know. This make this because he's white. <laughs> There's no logical. <laughs> Judge Dredd just basically it's just what Judge doubt. Dredd does is good. When in doubt, it's because he's white. <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right, Rob, moving on. Rob Schneider, well known to be not white. <laughs> Rob Schneider doesn't believe in vaccines. He's not. <laughs> Rob Schneider's dumb. a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that guy. All right, back at the Hall of Justice, Diane Lane learns that this photo of a baby dread with his family was photoshopped, and uh, only the baby is real. Oh my God, is that a Sibian in the background? (laughs) It looks like he's sitting on a Sibian. No, it's okay. No. It's coin operated. It used to be one of those ponies at the grocery oh, store. Oh, Jeanette, it's it's team have found the, the best of the best of the cops and officers and judges in all the land, and we put them into the Sibian, and that's how they get started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, you just, just shake the eggs and sperm together, and then you have clones. Boom. <laughs> Yeah. Completely, what the fuck are we talking about now? Completely out of character for Dread. This guy is like a ruthless killer that is all about the law, but he holds on to a picture of him as a baby with his dead parents for his entire life. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. That's the most Disney shit yeah. ever. No, I mean, like, the, 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 the guy was cloned, like, with PTSD. Like, <laughs> he, he had that. He came like, prepackaged with PTSD. Like, yeah, no, that, so that, that's not what he's keeping. He's not keeping he's- pictures of him as a child. He probably like killed his parents because they jaywalked, and he's like keeping it as a reminder. <laughs> it was first, it was first kill. His, his oh parents, God. his parents never existed. No, this is the thing. He never <laughs> knew his parents because they were never real. So, but he had, for some reason has kept this photoshopped image because why? I feel so sorry. I feel so, so sorry for you guys that you guys paid attention to this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's just like uh, fast forwarding every 30 seconds, like no tits, no tits, no tits, no tits, no tits, yeah, no tits yeah, movie over. Yeah. If I if I saw some if I saw some real primo areolas, it would have stopped and paid attention. Where's where's Dred's mom's tits? Yeah. Were you breastfed, Dred? Can I see oh, it? God. Do you have a picture of that? Oh boy. <laughs> All right, then we cut back to a dying Fargo accompanied by dramatic lightning telling Dredd that they were uh, used by his... What, hold on. Telling Dredd that they were used... Jesus fucking Christ. Telling Dredd that they used his DNA, fuck, to make Dredd and Rico, and they were both set up. Wow, who saw that coming? Certainly not me. <laughs> I, I, I love the, the humble brag there, though. Like, that we created clones from the finest DNA. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then he dies. It's like, oh... I appreciate it, Dick. Okay. Well, that's why I don't have any uh, peripheral vision like you, huh? 
could avoid getting stabbed in the back by a robot man. If a fucking... walking Sibian, Max. How the fuck does that sneak up on you? That's what I've been trying to figure out. Like, that doesn't slither. That just fucking clonk, clonk, clonk. I'm going to kill you. Bill, what do you think? We're, t- we're talking. Buy one? We're talking. No, well, maybe. Um, I haven't decided oh, okay. yet. There's, it seems okay. like there's a few options that I'd consider. Um, oh, okay. Are we talking about right now? Are we talking about the mutant? Or are we talking about the actual robot? No, no, no. The the the, 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 the mutant. The mutant. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. And then oh, I just I just took completely. Uh, I thought I wrote that stuff down. I did not. He kills that guy too. Um, with, you know, he electrocutes him and all that fun stuff. Who cares? All right. <laughs> After this, we get uh, a montage of Rico causing a bunch of chaos by blowing shit up and killing judges while Griffin tells the council about uh, his secret plan. Did I say Griffin or did I say Rico? Um, yeah, I said you Griffin. Said you said Rico Griffin. is messing up the city. And Griffin, oh, I did say that. I'm still sick. Think, you know what? You're, yes. you're fine, Max. You're doing a great job. You're Thanks. doing a yeah, great job. Yeah, you're just, just right. wonderful. Well, guys, he's blowing it. <laughs> Everyone's turning <laughs> off. Bill, Bill, he's weak. Now's the time. Now's the chance. Take it over. Mancala. That's the secret word, Tim. Were you on the emails? I think I was, but I definitely didn't read them. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought that uh, the key word was eat a bag of dicks, but... Uh... What's the thing that Brutus said before he killed Caesar? Let's just say that. <laughs> Anyway, right. basically this, this basically for this part though is just that none of the leadership can put two and two together and they're like the greatest judges on the planet. <laughs> they can't they just can't do it. I just it's really dumb. Yeah, that's why uh, I think we need to have mandatory retirement age. <clears throat> yep. 9 Was that the other half fast? 6 judges were killed by this point. That's a <laughs> lot of people. Not yeah. one investigation. They're like we should just nope. clone. We should just get clones right now. It's like, what happened to the whole DNA bullet thing? <laughs> yeah, one of them comes in and, like, admits this whole plot. And they're all like, hmm, I don't know. We should hear him out. <laughs> all right, look, let's just unlock the the computer. You know, give him access. And, we'll get, and then we'll hear him out. All right, everyone on board with that idea? Cool. Let's just give him Shouldn't the nuclear code. Up? Shouldn't we hear him out before we unlock the computer? Mm, no, that's going to waste a lot of time. <laughs> Too late. I already hit the button. <laughs> Yeah, but he just mentioned that this is a 20-year program that he's been working on secretly that we disassembled like we we disabled 20 years ago. That's ah, too late. And we're going to make him wait any longer? The guy's been waiting 20 years. Let's give him this. Come on. Due diligence. I'm in charge of IT, Randy, not <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we got Fergie and Dredd sneaking back into the city through this fire vent where Fergie falls down, but unfortunately, Dredd picks him up blast through the floor and they both escape yeah that was a shame so like i would say probably uh 75 percent of rob schneider's lines in this movie from here on are just ah! <laughs> yeah yeah it's great i really yeah. i really love uh just an excessive unnecessary outrageous amount of screaming that's my favorite kind of character <laughs> yeah no and the guy actually the best way to describe it is he screams like a possum in heat and it, it's it's just not a pretty thing and um we didn't even talk about this earlier but this motherfucker was wearing cargo pants <laughs> we did you did you, you mentioned it yep. no i didn't you did. um, he was wearing fucking cargo pants and i can't talk about that enough because fuck you guys i have cargo He's pants cargo do you pants. not have cargo pants not anymore. I got rid of them. Oh, I still have cargo pants. 
going back to the movie. So what? in this scene too, the fire is going in different directions, just depending on how they're running. You guys notice that? Ah, no. It's almost like the fire's chasing them. Yes. I was more trying to figure out why there were giant pillars of fire firing out from the walls of the yeah. city anyway, to begin with. Would, yeah. But Tim, the engineer here, can you, uh, can you explain the, that uh, heat exhaust system? Does that, does that equate to you? It does have a fan. Oh, totally, totally tracks that. See that what, what that is, is that's the quantum flux penetration capacitor <laughs> that they're trying to heat and uh, they're trying to heat and fondle there. Which is also yep. my patent name for the Sibian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. The Fondler. Yeah, that could be fun. So would be a good Batman villain. So this is a little fun fact here. So Rob Schneider, he said that in this scene, they gave Stallone extra fire protection on his back of, on the back of his costume, but they didn't give him any. <laughs> <laughs> as John mentioned, he's wearing cargo shorts. Hey, what? Why uh why does it smell like you're spraying kerosene in the back of me? Actually, follow my lead. Yeah, yeah, but you're wearing a full f- fire retardant suit, and you're you're spraying gasoline on me. The little gay guy catches on fire. Don't put him out. <laughs> <laughs> I hated him in Home Alone. He's harassing that little kid. <laughs> Meanwhile, Griffin enacts the clone uh, program oh and has Rico boy. strut in and kill the rest of the council. This so, judge's uh, suit. cast and retrieve or fly fishing? What's your favorite? What? Yeah, I still need to learn. Oh, you're back. Sorry. Oh, we're, I, we're I at, disappeared again? God damn it. You disappeared. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. use this opportunity to plug my website. Check out North End Fishing Co. All <laughs> the listeners, okay? Get all your fly fishing needs met there. I also offer free hand jobs <laughs> for, free. for first-time customers. Oh, oh nice, nice. Yeah. Yep. And if you go to bluewaffle and meatspin.com, you can see where all my fishing uh, tools come from. <laughs> yep, exactly. I call them tools, no, not rods. Because <laughs> I can't think. I have, I have been so fucking off this entire week. I am so sick of eating fucking soup and drinking water. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Drink like tequila brain. like a man. Drink tequila and then just shit everything out of your body. <laughs> All right. Griffin, he enacts a clone program. He has Rico strut in, kills the rest of the council. That happens. And then uh, at this point, Dredd, he's stolen a judge suit, which was pointless because Fergie blows his cover immediately by just calling him Dredd over and over again. Um, and then someone catch, yeah, go ahead, Bill. If you want to just get into no, it, no, 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 I no, I didn't want to get, I don't need to get into it. It just, right. it was just, it's so, it's so stupid. It's, so it's not even fun. It's not even funny. It's just, it's just dumb. What am I supposed to call you, Dread, if I can't call you Dread, Dread? Right. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. What about fucking Mr. Pink? Start there. I'd be goddamn. How about like, whatever the fucking says on the badge that I just stole? How about you call me that guy? Call me Adam Sandler. Or better yet, don't <laughs> talk call to me. Call me happy. Jesus. Please, please, just, yeah. <laughs> Say you can do it, but say it in the way that you said it in that movie. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he yells his name down the hallway, he gets surrounded by the judges, and then he eventually escapes, and this leads to a super shitty CGI moped bike chase through Suck City, accompanied by a lot of explosions and Rob Schneider pissing in his pants. Um, A flying moped yeah. chase scene. Yeah. Excuse me. Which, and I hear that pee pants was better. a method acting on Schneider's part. <laughs> <laughs> It was just that was again just thoroughly un- underwhelming, uh, and then like and 
he he ends the, the scene ends with him crashing his shitty moped into a building and blowing up the entire fucking building. And apparently that's, <laughs> that's fucking cool, I guess. I don't know. So we got John. No, I was just going to say that building wasn't paying its fucking uh, property taxes. So it broke the law. Yeah. <laughs> the building well, was asking for it. To be, to be fair, <laughs> guilt and innocence, it's all just a matter of time. So, you know, Rico was on to something. So the continuity uh, in this part of the scene is really, really bad. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but at the first one, um, Dredd, he, when he's talking to Griffin in the lab, he's in full uniform. And then when he runs down the stairs to the bike, he doesn't have his shoulder pads on. And then, uh, but he still does have like his gloves on and his like Under Armour, like long sleeve shirt on. And then he jumps on the bike. And then the next scene of him, when he like starts the bike, he's just wearing a t-shirt. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ. <laughs> Literally started with the full suit. So what you're saying is the scene, he's gradually getting less clothes. So I, I imagine that that was actually one of the scenes that got cut out of the final, the final version. And it actually goes on for another 10 minutes and he just ends up riding around naked for the last five. <laughs> I mean, all this I shit mean, happens he before he even gets on the bike. <laughs> yeah. He's slowly undressing before he gets to go see Miss Yabos later in yeah. the movie. So, and this is also at the scene. Uh, this is around the time where Rob Schneider falls down those flights of stairs from the video I sent you guys. <laughs> oh man, that was rough. <laughs> He's hilarious. He fucking face planted hard into the floor, <laughs> like seven stairs down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll put that up on the Facebook group. But um, if you want to search, it's a nine second clip. It's called "Rob Schneider Falls on His Face." <laughs> And up. it's worth it. It's great. <laughs> I would do that for ninety minutes. Over watching this tries to like movie. grab him, continue and, like, the, keep scene. the scene. Go- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just look at his shoulder. Your pussy. <laughs> You're an improver. Do something. <laughs> Make the funnies. <laughs> Make the funnies. Will someone catch this guy on fire? <laughs> <laughs> After this, Dread goes to Diane Lane's apartment to repeat everything that uh, Griffin and Fargo already told us. And then they somehow deduct that the clone experiments are going on inside the Statue of Liberty that are that's in like a parking lot now, surrounded by a bunch of buildings. How did? Yeah, they get to that. That made no sense. Well, they also even like they allude to like, oh, yeah, you remember back like 50 years ago when they went and they moved the Statue of Liberty? Like what? What do you mean they moved it? What the fuck? Yeah, they just try to explain it like, just a little bit, but half-assed it. They might as well have just left. Yeah, it yeah. Well, it, it was it, they they moved the Statue of Liberty, and around that time, there started to be some like some brownouts or blackouts or something from the power surges, and that's how they deduced that that's where like the clone lab is. It's in the Statue of Liberty, apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess. Also, I do appreciate how this mega city that spans states everything is in within like a fifteen-minute drive for these people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it is so rushed and so fucking lazy and hastily put together. Yeah, yeah. No. And then this no. is also where like you got Rob Schneider again. There, he, like he's just trying and he's just failing. Like, Ugh, I guess you won't begin her cleaning the deposit back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a good one. I think hey, that Rob, your just, delivery just was the, better than just his. Just do the making copies thing for us for the rest of the movie. <laughs> How about copies. that? Making copies. <laughs> <laughs> I did fix the microwave. Anybody want popcorn? Oh, bad time. Shut up, Rob Schneider. Get the fuck out of here. God damn it. <laughs> Cleaning gun. Lysol. I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Cleaning gun. Lysol. I'm sorry. Bleeding gum. Asshole. It's not available. <laughs> All right. And then back at uh, 
or back. All right. Then we're at Lady Liberty Lab, where Rico uses his own DNA, which Griffin doesn't approve of. So Rico has the evil iron giant rip his arms and his legs off. Which we don't see. No, unfortunately. Which we don't see. Yeah. Once again, how the fuck was this almost rated X? NC-17, whatever. Look, just generally speaking, I gotta ask a question. This giant robot actually plays like a significant role in mm-hmm. this movie. We just don't care. The the, the, the robot is like <laughs> 10 feet tall. How does this robot yeah. get anywhere with nobody seeing it? Nobody like being concerned about it. Like he at one point had it in the judge's office, Ju- Judge Griffin's <laughs> office. How did How he get it into that office? In How did he get that 10 foot robot into the Judge Griffin's office? <laughs> It's also hiding That's in Skid Row at one point. Like, yeah. how did nobody notice yeah. this thing in broad daylight walking it's, down an alley? It's it's like it's got like a blanket over it, like a homeless person, because apparently it's a ten foot, five hundred pound homeless person just sleeping on the side of the. <laughs> like, I like of all the things wrong with this movie, I'm gonna let that go because it's whatever. It's good enough, I guess. But I mean, it's, it's still that's. It, it got in the same way the T-Rex got into the building in the end of Jurassic Park. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's how. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, ah, okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that was the only scene in this movie I remembered. I mentioned it last week about that robot crushing somebody and a bunch of blood just pouring out. I knew that happened yeah. in something. I'm like, it did happen in this movie. All right. <laughs> All right. Then we get some really bad monologuing by Rico, who's just really chewing up this shitty scenery at this point. Just him and Stallone <sighs> bickering back and forth with uh, it ending with Stallone saying, you betrayed the law. And Rico going, the law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very, very much like bickering brothers. God. That that was very accurate. That's like my brother and I would like do stuff like that. My brother would be like, "You broke the rules," and I'd be like, "Rules, you." <laughs> they both made about as much sense as two young like boys actually screaming at one another, just with heavy accents. That's what it was. It was yeah, yeah, loud. I mean, it was. <laughs> Yeah, one Sicilian bodybuilder and one guy who's wearing shoulder pads under a shirt to try to make himself look bigger. <laughs> yeah. Was he really? Is that- yeah, he's he had some padding on his shoulders to make oh, him look more boy. broad. Oh no. Oh no. This uh, is all- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Speaking of speaking of shoulders, I have to I have to point out, did anybody else notice how far St- uh, Sly Stallone was holding his shoulders back? Yes, I was about to say that. I like, I got I took I, a picture I, of it. It's it was <laughs> I've never seen anybody in the world ever stand like that. It's, it's, it is it, absurd. It's getting ready to take flight, gentlemen. I mean, ah. <laughs> 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 oh. And then uh, we got Fergie. He uh, disables a robot from behind. So I think this is like the third or fourth time that we've had a kill from behind. After after being shot in the stomach, Fergie yeah. has been shot in the stomach for about 20 minutes and climbs atop this 10-foot-tall robot and dismantles it. This war robot. Yep. Yep. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. That happens. <laughs> also, why is the war robot called the a- an ABC robot? Oh, uh, they they did say it at one point. What the acronym stands for? Always be closing. Oh. I'm sure it's because it was like a just it was just like a holding name in the script. And they never bothered to change. <laughs> <laughs> what would she What would she call a robot? We'll just call it ABC robot for now, and we'll we'll figure it out later. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Hey, d- hey, Tom. Did you ever figure out a name for the robot before they made the movie? I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Let's just go with it. Apparently, it's actually in the comic book as the ABC Warrior. So, 
Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I don't understand why the robot in the movie had to have the ability to move its jaw right to left. Like, does it chew things? Is it like a, you know, like a horse? Otherwise, just, I just, I don't really understand why it needed that functionality, but. You know, if you keep, keep looking into the Sibian, I'm sure there's something in the user I'm manual not, for you there. John, I don't want to keep looking at the Sibian. Bill, we know you do. I mean, did you see the attachment where it had one for uh, Max, a dildo for the anus and a dildo for the vagina? <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. That sounds nice. Yeah. Mm, check yeah, that we, one out. All right. We, we call that the DP robot. <laughs> yep. Max. Okay. So. Max. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Bill, Max. Max. <laughs> Save us. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not going to be much better because this is also where we get the girl fight. With uh, the Asian oh, scientist who has a pushed up bra that didn't exist when they introduced her. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I love that it's like, it's after that she like really gets to know Armand's character and all of a sudden her tits are just like, you know, up to her chin. Yeah. <laughs> so lady what happened? I don't think it's a coincidence. I think like Sylvester Stallone probably saw her in the first couple of scenes and it was like, hey, hey, push your tits up. <laughs> Do something with those. Yeah. <laughs> I like it there, during this fight though, Diane Lane goes, You don't fight much, do you? Uh no, she's a cloning lab scientist and you are a street cop who kills people on the spot legally. For a, yeah, for a living. Yeah. You should, should be a lot better at this. This should not be a hard fight for you. No. <laughs> I didn't even consider that fact. Yeah. Outrageous. And then again, just like demolition man, the lab blows up while the bad guys are fighting. Which leads to Dredd somehow hanging off the edge of the Statue of Liberty. And uh, th- also, I just want to take a note here. Stallone had a t-shirt on, as we just saw. He's now wearing a tank top. Ah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Dredd, he somehow throws Rico to his death, saying, It's been ref- I mean, court's adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been revoked. <laughs> Max, you, you alluded oh to this God. earlier, but this is like the worst ending fight scene. Like, I mean, one of the worst I've ever seen. I mean, it's slow. There's nothing like. I don't even compelling. know how he gets there. Yeah. How the fuck did he get off the edge of the Statue of Liberty? I don't know. I'm like, I'm not reminding this at this point, but like, <laughs> it was awful. It was terrible. And like, they do, they do. Like he wakes up the 60% done clones and like they kind of make an appearance. I don't know what good 60% done clones are going to do anyways, but that's fine. We'll, we'll go with it. And like, but they have no part in this end scene either. They make like a mummy appearance. Like they're coming out of the tombs. Right. And then Ooh. they just go right back in. Those are yucky looking. And then that's kind of the extent Ooh. of their, their role in this movie. A little pruny. <laughs> <laughs> they're not done yet. <laughs> Yep, and then uh, Tits McGee, do- excuse me, Dr. Tits no, McGee, huh. Dr. Tits McGee is mm. standing in front of Dredd and she's about to kill him when, blam, Diane Lane shoots her from behind, which is either like the fourth, fifth, or sixth time in which somebody's got killed from behind. So the movie, we're going to be wrapping up here with Dredd being cleared of his first murder charge. No one mentions that he killed like 30 other judges in between trying to defend himself for being innocent, but whatever. He's also offered the position of chief justice, but declines it, saying he'd rather be a street judge. And then he just totally ignores and walks right past a shot Rob Schneider. Doesn't even say goodbye to him in the movie. He's in a stretcher. And then he stiffly kisses poor Diane Lane on the mouth and then drives off into the smoky sunset and the movie ends. Remember, kids, six wrongs rights, one right. Or something like that. 
Don't do drugs. Uh, <laughs> that that would be a good time for LT to come in though. And remember, kids, don't smoke crack. That would be a great moment for him to just pop up on the screen. Man, he would have been great in both these movies. Oh my god, he would have been a great dread. He would have been a good villain. He would have been anything. Yeah. He could have been the robot. Would have been sweet, just the robot. I agree. Would have, Seriously. Yeah. I think he was still playing at this point. I think he was still in the NFL. Oh, okay. And then in the end credits, we get a song by The Cure. Yeah. I stuck around and listened to it because I was like, oh, The Cure, that's weird. It was bad. Never say it's over. Never say it is. I wrote that part. And I said, okay. All right. That's enough of that. That that plays into the movie. Can can anyone, I know it's not really worth going into a whole lot on this, but can somebody please explain to me what the bad guy's plan was here, how he was going to benefit from this, what the end goal of, he was really invested in re, re-bringing, bringing the clone program back out. Why? Oh, so he Why? could just take over everything. So he it was gonna, basically, he'd have an army. It would give him an army and he could be like the king of this city. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah. understood. I think that's the gist. I'll, I'll now they do not really clone. explain that so much. You're just like, oh, bad no. guy, clone army. Okay, Star Wars. Yeah, he's gonna want to take over. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But let's let's be realistic. He wanted to have sex with the clones. <laughs> okay. <sighs> that's just the way it goes. I mean, you know, the Sibian three thousand was already destroyed. So yeah, it made sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Initiate fuckboy clones. Listen, <laughs> listeners, both Max and Bill are not thrilled about this line. <laughs> this, this line of inquiry that John and I have insisted upon. No. <laughs> reviving every 10 minutes. Oh, it's, we both look like Payne Manning it. after an interception. <laughs> just, <laughs> just crying. I've suffered through this too many times. It's not a surprise at this point anymore. I've lost in the playoffs to Tom Brady again, but this still sucks. Bill didn't even know what a Sibian was when this episode started. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, it just doesn't get any better. Mm. All right. Time for trivia. And here are the scenes that were cut out due to the X rating. Oh, jeez. Woo. So uh, apparently Rico killing the reporter was much more graphic and showed them getting shot in slow motion. Okay. Yep, it's very 90s of them. Um, they showed the... They show the ABC robot like actually ripping Griffin's arms and legs off, which would have been fucking awesome. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And um, but no. the climatic okay, ending that we were just yelling about was cut, where Stallone fights and kills a bunch of the clones, just like Demolition Man last week, where they cut up the big bad guy fight at the end in the lab. Was was did they do that for time or because of the rating or the rating. Yeah, they thought it was too violent for story. I don't know why. Right. So no sex. No nothing. So yeah, there wasn't nudity cut out of it. As far as I know, I don't know. Jesus. But yeah. All right, more trivia here. Stallone wanted Joe Pesci for the Rob Schneider role. (laughs) Would have been way better. Okay, 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 okay. That would have been genuinely, that would have been better. Hey, I fixed a microwave. I got some popcorn. We got some popcorn. We got some microwave. We can sit down and watch a movie. We can go do some other stuff. Just just rambling off. He probably could have even killed. It would have been more believable too too, that he couldn't control himself from like saying Dred's name and stuff like that. The way that he like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we knew what Stallone was looking for, which was like a very, very short person to make him look big. (laughs) (laughs) Danny DeVito. It's like who else do we have? We got DeVito. DeVito's not going to do it. Uh, I guess we could do Rob Schneider. He did my last movie. He wasn't good, but we could have him. <laughs> Adrian Barbeau, 
none of you guys probably know who she is, right? No. Okay. Uh, she uh-huh. was a smoke show with a big yabos and escape from New York and the nice. fog. She used to be married to John Carpenter. But uh, she did the voice of the supercomputer. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because she also did the voice of the supercomputer in Demolition Man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. That brings I guess a, if it ain't broke-ish, don't fix so, it. So Stallone has a fixture on getting a, a woman with nice tits to do just voice acting. Screenwriter Stephen Souza. This is another Stephen Souza movie. Just like Robocop. No, not Robocop. Just like uh, Die Hard 2 and a bunch of other ones. I think this is now like our seventh Souza movie. <laughs> Wow. He said that Disney blacklisted him because he wrote a PG-13 movie. And then when they went to watch it, they flipped out at all the violence, which was... And then he like overheard someone saying that like he would never write another movie ever again. I don't know if that's true. He may have just lost his touch because he wrote one more movie in 1998, which is called Knock Off, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Rob Schneider. <laughs> oh, my Jesus God. Christ. Currently, I think Rob's the one who sunk him. <laughs> yeah. Currently has a 4.9 on IMDb. All right, box office game, rapid fire edition. Timmy Boy, how much does this movie cost? How much did it make? It cost uh, $68 million to make, and it made $95 million. Johnny Boy, go. Um, $120 million, and it made three hundred and fifty. million. Billy Boy. Uh, it made... Uh, Don't squib six- it up. It made $68 million in one, and it made $93, $93 million in one. Okay. Huh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So one dollar cost- more than than Tim on both accounts. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's where you're down. All right. <laughs> Movie cost between eighty five and ninety million, and it made one hundred thirteen worldwide, but it only made thirty four point seven million domestically in the states. <laughs> and I think once you add in marketing money, because I think this movie was like really, really highly promoted, it probably lost money. <laughs> yeah. and, and it should have left. It's money. terrible. Yeah. It's re- I, I, yeah. it's really bad. There's like there's a slight nostalgic factor for me because I saw this when I was like 13 and I enjoyed it when I was 13. Mm. But it is bad. It's a bad movie. It's bad. I'm never gonna so, watch it ever again. No, it's not <laughs> objectively. Yeah, objectively horrible. Yeah, I regret having to pay money to see this. <laughs> All right, let's get into our next questions. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Uh, I can jump right into it. If uh, I, I would say. Easily, Rob Schneider is my least favorite. Um, I just, I fucking, I can't stand a character that just screams 90% of the time that they're on the screen. And he was stupid and not funny. He added nothing to the movie to me other than I wish he died. Um, You must hate this podcast, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) I do it as punishment. I listen to it as punishment. Um, I think, I think my favorite character is Rico. I think. I guess he was kind of interesting. Uh, and I, I think that he, there were times where like he was saying stuff, not the innocent guilt thing. It matter of time. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> not the Hitler um, quote, but, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but like there were times where like I dread, dread honestly seemed like the bad guy to me. Like a lot of times and Rico, it, there was a point where he said like, what did I really do? What did you judge me for? I started a revolution and they live in like a dystopian fascist society Sounds like the guy starting a revolution is probably the good guy in this scenario. So um, I don't know. I, I guess I guess it's him. I'm gonna say Rico. You've been reading QAnon blogs. Uh, well, <laughs> look, guys. I mean, I don't want to be more informed than you, but I'm more informed than you on this. Right? <laughs> that guy is deep in there, and he's getting it out, getting the news out. All right. Yeah, in all reality, it's true. It's true. <laughs> 
Um, my my favorite character was the runtime of this movie um, because <laughs> yeah. it was it was short, which was definitely was de- definitely good. And my least favorite character was the no tits. I mean, <laughs> you know, just pretty pretty disappointing to me. Uh, my favorite was Stallone's frown. There we go. And least favorite was uh, Armand. Actually, I just didn't. He's just not physically threatening. Also, throw in the shoulder pads to make him try to look a little bit bigger, and I was just fuck off. Mm. So I just didn't like him much. I like him better just as like a like a mob a mob like underboss or something, you know? Like that's where he works, as opposed to going. My favorite's gonna be uh, whatever bra that Asian scientist was wearing to make her boobs look great. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> Tim, right yeah. on that one. No delay yeah. on, on my end when Tim said, "Yep, <laughs> <laughs> zero internet lag there." <laughs> and uh, my least favorite is everything else. <laughs> All right, now it's time for our hold my popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. Oh God, <laughs> what's your rating? Um, I will give this one a. Battery operated Sibian with no batteries. Mm. Mm. Solid. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give this, that's where the direction I was going to go with this as well, John. I'm going to give this a dry run on a, on a Simeon um, out of the, the dash memories of my childhood of this movie. Ooh, that was dark. <laughs> I did, notice how quiet everybody is. <laughs> Tim's just staring off in the distance off. going, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, movie um, 10, 10 strokes for Sylvester Stallone out of um, my infinite disappointment that I didn't see boobs. Tim, just to be clear, is that 10 strokes that you gave to him when the first time that you saw him without a shirt on, or you're saying that Stallone had 10 strokes? Both. <laughs> okay. Just, just <laughs> Let the going. audience decide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whichever they want. <laughs> I'll give this um, uh, six layers of clothing that Stallone just shredded off that made absolutely no sense out of three she- uh, seashells. Oh, my God. Oh, God, the seashells. seashells. Why the fuck can't we figure out what the <laughs> fuck happened with the seashells, for Christ's sake? How dare you bring this back up? That made me legitimately angry. <laughs> Because this movie and Demolition Man are still the same to me. Yeah, they really are the same fucking movie. Demolition yeah, Man, really I, I think I, so Demolition Man is is so much better. Oh yeah, it's I would rewatch way Demolition way Man. Better. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. At least Demolition Man knows it's bad. Yes, exactly. It leans into it. It's funny. It's it's fine. That's fine. This is it's pretty bad. It's pretty much like Demolition Man is what Judge Dredd wanted to be, but they failed on like every single corner they took, like everything that they did. Yeah, you could just tell it was just a lot of like studio interference. Of yeah. people just getting in the way, being like, eh, what if we change that? Oh, but I mean, I know D'Souza, you're known for really quippy dialogue, but what if we just cut it all out? It's like, all right. I think <laughs> Rob Schneider talks. Yeah. I think it would be better if Rob Schneider just uh, ad libs what he wants to say instead of uh, what you wrote down. I mean, you know, you only wrote for John McClane. That's not sarcastic or quippy whatsoever. Nah. All right. Any, uh, anything else, John? 
Uh, so we don't have any jelly this week as no one said hi, which is unfortunate, but, uh, I hope to hear from some folks by next recording, but as always, please follow and like us on the Twitter lands at HM popcorn pod and the Instagrills at hold my popcorn underscore podcast. And lastly, once again, fucking email me please at TD at gmail.com. Ask Bill how it don't, went last time when he emailed me. It was a fucking a lot of fun. Don't, Email us, folks. Don't do it. They're mean. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they ruin my day every time I email them. <laughs> one more, one more plug. Northendfishingco.com. Check it out. <laughs> all, all your fly fishing needs, all your Sibian attachments. <laughs> okay. Get there. Get them. All right. There's Any a- kind of Sibian <laughs> accessories you may need. <laughs> we got Sibian t-shirts. We got Sibian towels. We got superchargers. I got diesel-powered Sibian. <laughs> Solar-powered, battery-powered. Get on there and get your Sibian today. Tim, have you uh, have you also have you fixed the scheduling app on that on that website to to for fights in uh, in uh, Harvard Square? I haven't, Bill. You know, it's a glitch. I got to get my IT guy on. Yeah, if you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. The Sibian has just been riding me so hard. I haven't been able to thank it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, with that, deuces, fuckers. We'll be back next week. We'll do a Van Damme movie next week. That's what we'll do. Yes. Ah, okay. All right. Keep up with the dumb. All right. I'm going to go drink the rest of this. Diarrhea medicine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>